What's up, world? Welcome to the Positive Truth. Uplifting positive news to help you believe in yourself and the world around you. Tim, what are we trying to wear? Here at the Positive Truth, we're trying to bring awareness, empowerment, inspiration, optimism, and understanding to communities everywhere. AP, how are you, sir? Doing stupendous. How are you doing, Father? <laughs> I'm doing well, son. <laughs> I realized how that came out wrong, and I set myself up for it, and I'm not editing it out. We're just going to roll with it. Ah, I needed that. Um, so before the pandemic, I feel like before pandemic, like BP and AP is how we're going to find our lives at this point. Facts. It's kind of like before 9-11, after 9-11, before pandemic, after pandemic. The two big events that changed a lot in our lives. So before the pandemic, we used to have themes, we used to do video episodes, we used to interview people, and one of the most popular episodes we ever did was an honest discussion about fatherhood. The last one we did was 2019. We're obviously not doing videos anymore, so JoJo isn't producing for us anymore. It's, it's no, no longer super producer JoJo, it's bad producer JP. <laughs> <laughs> JP's been holding it down. Um, but now it's time. It's time we talk to Tim and we do an honest discussion on fatherhood. It has been three years since we last did this. Last time we did this, you had a two-year-old. Now you have a five-year-old, Tim. Is she five, bro? She's four. She's going to be five in like a week, right? No, she just turned four. Oh, my bad. So you had a one... <laughs> no, yeah, she's four. Wow, I really screwed that up. Not editing this either. It's okay. I had to think about it myself. I'm like, wait a minute, man. Time is crazy. I got so many kids at the house. I don't know how old anybody is. Yeah, she just turned four for sure. So you had a one-year-old. So the first time we did this, she was newborn. That I remember. And it was like the first month in and you were... Um, yeah, <laughs> I remember. You were uh, having a learning, a few learning experiences. Then you got the whole year in. Now you've had uh, four whole years in. What have you learned about being a father? Man, honestly, um, patience. That's one thing I've learned more than anything is patience. You can't. It ain't your show anymore, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> man, it, it's it's patience, man. It's honestly, uh, I got to work hard, obviously, all the time. But whenever you're at home, whatever you, your child needs, you kind of be, you got to be there. Whatever she needs, I'm kind of on standby. Make sure I give her that time that she needs from me while I am there with her because obviously I have to work hard. I can't be with her as much as she may want. But it's it's interesting though, man. You learn so much more as time goes on and you also learn like, oh, I'm not gonna win this battle no matter what. And it's interesting, people tell you that, but realizing it is so different. Examples, Tim. Uh, example, like, you know, she wants a toy and she was acting up or something. No, you can't play with that toy. You dropped it like four or five times already. No. She ends up with this toy again somehow, some way, because like this battle that she's giving me is just so so intense and so long. <laughs> Eventually you just give up here and go play with this toy. And then she ends up putting it down anyways, never wanted the toy. She just wanted to argue. It's just funny that, you know, kids are being kids. To have a three-year-old slash four-year-old now. She's only been four for like a week and she's been so more, much more mature having her cousins and stuff at the house. Like she plays with herself now, goes to the backyard with them. Like she doesn't move or anything when I'm at the house. It's hilarious. The 
one time she needs me to shoot a nerf gun at me or something. Hmm. True story. What have you, biggest parent lesson you've learned as a father in the past three years? Oof. Oh yeah, there was no prep for this. I'm just throwing blind, hard questions at you. Biggest parent lesson? Um, think before you react. Wise um, for all of us. Non-parents included. That, like, I don't know, just being a parent, you have to think. I can't say certain things, I can't get upset. Like, you legitimately have to think twice because she's always watching and she will repeat it. At the worst times, by the way, she will repeat what you say at the worst times. Example. Oh man, like I cussed in the hallway one day, I specifically remember cussing. Like, I think I hit my toe on the corner or something, you know, just like, ah! That is cussworthy. And of course, Layla hears it and she's laughing and repeats it and just keeps repeating it. And it's like, oh my gosh, this is like a TV show, a sitcom or something. What's wrong with you? Stop. Yeah, of course, it's, yeah, Layla's hilarious. She's gonna be a little comedian or something, man. She thinks everything's funny. Hmm. I wonder who she got that from. My bad. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> So you're telling about it. you're talking about a situation now. You have how many children at the house? Oh man, I have um, my niece, my nephew, my daughter, um, and my other niece. She comes over every couple of days. Right now we're like, hey, we have to get like five or six days apart from y'all. The two oldest ones are arguing like crazy because you know kids are kids. So yeah, we only got three at the house right now. So what has that taught you? Um, it taught me that I am, I do want a big family. I do want more kids. It taught me that I can handle multiple kids. Um, the whole, hey, you guys get to play with each other thing kind of works out for me because I'm a big kid, so I'm always constantly playing with them, but my back's hurting these days. <laughs> I just can't do the same thing I did a couple years ago, no lie. Um, but yeah, man, it's honestly, a, I do want a bigger family. Having my nieces and nephew around there kind of showed me that I do. So. Are you prepping for anything in the future? Prepping for a bigger family, yeah, yeah. Working hard now so I can get a bigger house, bigger yard. Do you want to talk about that? Because I was trying to hope you would kind of go down that exit, but you didn't go down the exit. So now I'll just be waiting. So before the pandemic, was your employment status different than it is now? Absolutely. I was a, um, I was a server. I was working at Golden Corral. I was a high school coach. Um, and I was picking up any random odd jobs in between that. Just trying to, you know, go paycheck to paycheck and do what I could when I could. And since then, you have your hours increased. <laughs> 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 We're laughing because, oh, man. because why? <laughs> We're still at work though. Like legitimately, we, I, we went from, I went from working hard to like, oh, you actually have to work hard, hard, hard. Um, as a business owner now, JP and I are partners all across the board pretty much and we do a lot together and being a business owner and you know, working hard the way that we do and prepping for a bigger family the way that I am right now. Um, I found out on Father's Day that Edna's pregnant. She let me know that morning, so I'm expecting another child. Hey, that's why we didn't record on Monday. <laughs> exactly, I celebrated, TV. <laughs> <laughs> I, celebrated. I was wondering if you were going to say that. Yeah, I definitely, uh, I thought about it, and I was like, oh, I for sure have to tell the positive truth. Congratulations, Most, sir. No, none of my friends or any, anybody really know, like, at all, besides you guys, and it's hilarious. The positive truth knows, so if they're listening, hey. <laughs> <laughs> um... Well, I had some, I had a segment. 
I didn't expect you to drop that bomb. I, I thought we were gonna wait till later. Ah oh, man, let everybody celebrate. We're here. Woo. So you had more time before. Man, I had way more time. Way more time. I'm not gonna say we're always working, but there used to be we used to have set times we would record. So before I was going to school and then I would be working at night. So it'd be morning school, night, work. But then we would have set times off. So we could go interview people on Sundays. I would always make sure I had Sundays off to catch up on homework and do the positive truth. One of the reasons we haven't done that is we don't have days off anymore. Stores are open from 9 a.m. to Sundays 2 a.m. And we're just not in a position to do a lot of the things we used to do. But we're working towards that. So one of the things you said we have went back and forth with a lot of things and you're like I'm working more than you all and I'm like no we're all working the same you have the easiest schedule Tim Tim like I have the worst schedule I got a family there has been constant arguments about family time what have you learned in the past three years about family time and how how have you balanced it essentially and it's all about quality over quantity so one thing that um, Edna and I have realized with me working so much over this past, like, let's say, I don't know, seven months or so, it's kind of just been buckled down, no days off, and let's just go do this. We, uh, we realized, all right, hey, you're going to be off this day and this day in two weeks. Like, if you can make sure everybody's working for you and you don't have to go in, we can go drive to Dallas, which is three hours away, you know, and, like, have some fun over there and then come back. But, you know, we took my daughter down to, like, uh, the aquarium over there saw my uh, niece and nephew at his football tournament and came back the very next morning. Or, hey, you know, we can go to the science museum this day or go to the breakfast over here this day or try that new restaurant that day. And we spread it out whenever we can. And it's, you know, far in between, but when it happens, it happens. And it's always a good time. And the good thing is, too, you know, um, whenever I'm able to take off and get those days off, we make sure we, we spend quality time together. We make sure whenever I'm at home, we have a meal together at the table. Everybody turns off their electronics. I don't answer y'all or anything. And, 20 minutes is for them and then I get back on my phone while they finish their food but they understand they get 20 minutes of me while I'm there forget everything else but you they turn all, off your phone I don't turn it off I just put it to the side I got my watch on if it's like going off bang 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 you already know I'm like ah <laughs> <laughs> dangerous Tim I already know trust me remember what happened last again <laughs> um, I would call a cap on that for all the uh, older listeners, that means a lie. You, you're all, you are always doing stuff whenever you're off. Yeah, man, I, I have to. Quality, quality over quantity. I ain't off like two days in a row like that. Well, maybe now. Ooh, that's actually gonna be nice. Um, but beforehand, we weren't. I wasn't off two days in a row like that where I was able to do stuff. So it was like, oh, Friday night we're gonna do this. Saturday, or, yeah, Saturday morning we're gonna do this, and then Sunday morning we're gonna do that, and then I'll see you next. Thursday or something. So what do you have to say to the people that are listening and yelling at their either phone or headphones saying you're working too much and it's not worth it? Oh my goodness. Right now, everybody needs to relax, breathe for a second, and make sure you guys are all working hard. It's not easy for anybody right now. And understand that whoever's working, it's for both of you guys. It's for your family. And you guys all need to be there for each other and communicate about what's going on. Because right now, things are not easy for anyone. I don't know anybody that has it easy. 
I know people that have a lot more money than I have ever had and they're like, ah, oh, this is a terrible time. So right now everybody needs to relax, breathe, just work hard and things will get better eventually. My favorite artiste of all time dropped a song saying, going through it. It's like everyone's going through it. So true. Every time I listen to that song, I'm like, yeah, are people going through it, through it. But that is very true. Um, this really didn't have anything to do with fatherhood, but we're working towards things. Like there's a lull right now, which I mean, I kind of forced at one of our businesses. I was like, we can't do two of us in here because we have another wave coming, hopefully with this, 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 and this that doesn't need to be named, which is gonna take up said time. But the goal is, the goal for the podcast is, and I've been saying this for like a year, but I've got a kick in my butt too because I'm about to buy a house and uh, gotta pay for said house. Yeah, that's a celebration too. But it's like, the time is now, and if we don't, if we don't grasp the moment, we're going to lose it all, and then that would be very bad. So my goal with the podcast is I'm going to learn video editing while I'm learning all kinds of other things on the side, because being a business owner teaches you in ways, teaches you about yourself in ways you didn't, you would have never known. Pushes you in ways. It's like being a parent. That's why I'm asking you those questions. Like. You got a kid in there, man. You change. Yeah, like, what do you learn about yourself? What have you learned about yourself that needs to get better? Stuff like that. Because when you're a parent, you learn those things. But the goal with the podcast is I'll eventually learn video editing. My goal is January 1st, 2023. I just do an hour a day. And then we'll start pumping out the videos again. Short clips. Try to get more listeners in. And we, we're going to start going to some podcast conferences and stuff, too. We're going to start networking a little bit. JP's shaking his head no, but I'm dragging him out of the house. It is time. You're not going to, it's not dragging me out of the house. You're dragging me out of work. It's work for us now, man. <laughs> you guys understand. Sorry, guys. You, Wait, you can we work open, for my We opened six more stores. How are we going to pull it off? Yeah, I don't know how we're going to pull it off. We're going to try. <laughs> Please believe. I'm very good at that. <laughs> That's the theme of 2022 for us, for like all our listeners and us. We don't know how we're going to pull it off, but we're going to try. Yes, sir. So, um, how are you preparing yourself mentally for kid number two that you weren't prepared, that you didn't know about for kid number one? I'm enjoying every single day. Um, I freaked out, obviously, with kid one, but I was happy. It didn't, a lot didn't change for me, obviously, at first. It changed for Edna. Um, but this time I'm aware that it changed for her immediately. So I relaxed a little bit and I celebrated yesterday, of course. You know, not yesterday, but you know, I found out. And uh, now I'm kind of like, all right, what do you need? I'm here to help you out. I understand you know, you're pregnant now. Like, she's tired as can be, so I had to sweep the house and get all kind of stuff done. And so I'm like, man, no relaxation right now. And it's okay. I get it. I understand. Like, I'll get my relaxing time couple weeks from now or something like that and that'll be cool but it is what it is what are you going to do different with kid number two that you didn't didn't do with kid number one um honestly i don't know what i would do differently i pay i know i'll be a more patient father i would say when it comes to like you know trying to figure out what's going on especially in those hectic moments when they're crying you birth them you fed them you change them 
You slept. Not sleeping. Are they to you? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> the problem solving. Oh, there's so much going on. You're not sleepy. You've ate. Do I need to change your diaper? Like that process? Man, you know what? The funniest thing I still remember is like the first time I overfed Layla. Like she was like, and then, you know, in the pump, like her breast milk into like a different thing in these containers. So, of course, I, I filled up, you know, a bottle, feed her a bottle, and she just kept eating. And I'm like, man, she is so hungry. This is crazy. Like she's a few weeks old at this time. And then, you know, she drinks another bottle. I'm like, man, she's not normally supposed to drink this. And I was like, what the heck's going on? But she like finished it. I'm like, okay, you know, I burp her and we're walking. Bleah. Oh, dude, it was like no other, just all over me. I was like, ah, I'm screaming, Edna. <laughs> oh, man. Edna comes in like, what's going on? I was like, I don't know what to do. Oh, man. But that was like one of those like, oh, you better get together, Tim. Nobody was at the house, too. It was just me, Edna, and the baby. Like, that was like a grow-up moment for sure. <laughs> I'm ready for the second one, man. It's crazy whenever you're a kid. Unless you grew up in a really, really bad household, there is a point in time when you're younger when you're like, oh, these parents always know the answer. Right. And then you get older, it's like, I don't know anything. Nobody yeah. knows what they're doing. <laughs> Bro, oh, I'm glad you didn't have another sibling and my nieces or nephews weren't around for that one because, yeah, they would have been like, oh, no, we ain't gonna make it. <laughs> mm. I read a quote once, it was like, it's your parents' first time being a parent too with each of these new experiences. And that's the truth. Um, so yeah. It is what it is, man. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm as ready as it gets. I think I just, mentally, I'm, I'm ready to just continue to work hard and doing what I'm doing and uh, make sure that I'm, I'm a good father. Definitely wanting a boy, but if it's a girl, I don't care. I'm happy to. So Tim's gonna be going in April. <laughs> We're gonna lose one business partner in December, another in April. The whole days I'm like, where? Help! Help! I'm gonna hire like 65 people, bro. Or maybe not that many. You know, I might, honestly, let's be real. Yeah. Have I covered all the father things? I think so. I mean, so. there's one I haven't covered. As a minority male. Hmm. Any lessons to the other minority males going through it right now? Man, honestly, um, put your kids first. Whatever you're going through, put your kids first. Uh, it's pretty cool, actually. Like, I'm, I'm proud of myself being a minority father. I think about it all the time how many minority fathers I actually knew. And it's like, oh Growing my up, goodness, yeah. I was like, oh my. It, it, exactly. Like, I really put so much thought into it. And it was like, wow. Like, the ones we saw on TV were really role models for me anyway. You know? Shout out to Uncle Phil. Exactly. And so I'm like, I'm basically at that point where I'm in my life that I feel like, you know what, I am a good father. I, I'm, I'm a great minority father. And whenever I take my daughter to school, pick her up from whatever she has going on, like I know I'm going to be that father that people are looking around like, man, why is he so involved in her life? And I'm proud of that. Um, so all these other minority fathers that are out there or that are struggling right now, get it together. Because I promise you, it's going to be so much, it's going to be so worth it whenever you see her child at school succeed doing better in life doing more than what you had an opportunity to do at their age because of all the work that you're putting in that their mother's putting in that their grandmother or grandfather that village that you guys have i'm going to keep asking more questions i think it's a perfect way to end it indeed <laughs>
<laughs> Do you have a father quote before we get out of here? I don't, man. Just everybody be a good father. Simple as that. Quotes by Tim. Quotes by Tim.